We're so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. Appreciate the intro, Jay, and a welcome to our listeners. Thanks for being here. You know, there are many theories and thoughts in this day of what the church should be and its purpose. As one considers the word purpose, think of it as follows. Through the ages, one eternal purpose runs. Only one. Is that not astounding in a day and age where there are hundreds upon hundreds of churches, but yet God intended for there to be only one, for He purposed only one? Let us examine the Scriptures today and see the purpose of the church. And dear friends, before we get into that, let's parallel this with a kind gift we would like to send you absolutely free. For listening today, we'd like to send to you, free, a special study booklet titled, The Lord's Church as Revealed in Acts. We have a lot of things we love to share with our listeners that's absolutely free. I realize that in a day and age when you hear free, you wonder what the catch is. Well, dear friends, we want to send this to you for your study. There is no catch. We want you to catch the truth as God brings forth through the Holy Bible. This booklet is called The Lord's Church as Revealed in Acts. It is a great study of the book of Acts, the actions of the apostles, and the reactions to the preaching of Christ. Here's all you do. To get this free book for your study, please call us toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave us your name, address, and just say Acts Study. That's all you have to do. Once again, that's toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988, and leave us your name, your address, and just say, Acts Study. Now, you may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information. Your name, your address, and type in, Acts Study. We'll send it as soon as possible. Thank you always for your interest in the study of God's Word. And now, let's consider the purpose of the church we read of in the New Testament. Our lesson text today is from Ephesians chapter 3, verses 9 through 12. Ephesians chapter 3, verses 9 through 12. And actually, let's go back up to verse 8 and begin with that and grasp the whole context. Paul writes, to me, who am less than the least of all the saints, this grace was given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God who created all things through Jesus Christ, to the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places, according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness 
and access with confidence through faith in Him. Dear friends, let us note two phrases from our lesson text of Ephesians 3, actually verses 8 through 12. Notice this phrase, from the beginning of the ages. The second phrase, according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus. Dear friends, these statements are strong, true, and solid. The church one reads about in the New Testament was purposed of God before time began. Think about these simple facts about the church we read of in the New Testament. As mentioned, it was purposed or accomplished in Christ Jesus. That's from Ephesians 3.11. No other church that has ever come forth since the day of Pentecost can be improved. Not one church can improve upon the church we read of in the New Testament. Secondly, the church was never an afterthought of God. When man sinned in the garden, God didn't say, well, so much for this, let's do something else. Not at all, dear friends. The church existed in the mind of God before time began. Remember, from the beginning of the ages. Third, the church, when presented in its purity, reflects God's wisdom. I realize there are many people who are discouraged of the idea of church. They see something happen, they see how people act, and they have a sour thought about the church. Okay, dear friends, whenever we see that, we must pause and be reminded that that church may not be pursuing God's wisdom. But that doesn't mean we give up because there are churches that do reflect God's wisdom. Number four. The church should never be compared to nor called a denomination. The church we read of in the New Testament is not, never has been, and never will be a denominations among denominations, or a denomination, singular, among denominations. The word denomination, the prefix D, means down from the first or the whole. The word nomination or nominate means to name. So a denomination is to name something that's down from the first or the whole. Dear friends, I want to be a part of the church I read of in the New Testament, for that is the wholeness of it, how it was brought forth by God through Christ. Number five, the church we read of in the New Testament was made known through Christ, and one sees such in the Holy Scriptures. The word church literally means the called out ones or the assembly. The first time that word is used is in the New Testament in Matthew sixteen eighteen, when Jesus said, And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. I will build my called out people. I will build my assembly. So, For the next few moments, let's look at the called out, the assembly. Let's see how we are to answer as the church. First of all, the called out is called out to serve people. In other words, the assembly is to go out. There are the occasions I enter a church building and above the auditorium doors it reads, Enter to Worship. Then as I depart from the auditorium, I look up going out the same door, and it says, leave to serve. That's the idea of this meaning. 
As Jesus Christ followers, one is not greater than he. Jesus said in John fifteen twenty, The servant is not greater than his Lord. And Romans 6, verses 17 and 18 reminds us that we are either a servant of unrighteousness or a servant of righteousness. The called out, the assembly, are the servants of righteousness. We are to let light shine before men that they may see our good works and glorify the Father above, Matthew 5.16. Peter says to the church, the called out, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, or a people for God's possession, that you should show forth the praises of Him who hath called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. So how does the church, the called out, answer? One answers the Christ in His serving, responding to those that need help spiritually and physically. Not only to serve, but number two, the called out is to support to understand the support and the truth that we have to keep us going. After all, the church is called in 1 Timothy 3.15 the pillar and ground of the truth. Truth that keeps us free, John 8.32, John 8, verse 32, I should say, and truth that is certain, John 14, verse 6. Now, this may sound a little humorous, but folks, it is true. Truth is not false. It can keep us free. It is certain. And when you think about serving as well as the support we have, that is edification within the church. Edification means the act of building, not physically, but spiritually. Written to the church, we must note Romans fourteen nineteen that says, Let us therefore follow after the things wherewith one may edify another. You know, when there are those that are obedient to the gospel, as in Saul's conversion, it edifies, it builds us up. When they heard of Saul's conversion in Acts 9.31, it edified. It built up the church. This enemy of God is now among us and redeemed. Dear friends, the called out answers, the assembly responds by supporting the truth, which gives them great support. Let's pause here and let me mention quickly. Dear friends, if you miss a broadcast of our program here, are you listening? You can go to our podcast partners at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn Radio. Search for International Gospel Hour, and you can find previous broadcasts of all your listening. They are always there, 24-7, for you to listen or to download. Now, let's wrap up our study today about the called out. And we note that the called out is to serve and to support, but also to speak, to bring forth with the authority of God the great commission to preach the gospel to all the world, Matthew twenty-eight eighteen through 20. We need to be as those at the church in Thessalonica in 1 Thessalonians 1, 18, to sound out the word of the Lord. And when persecution came upon the church in the first century in Acts chapter 8 and verse 1, in verse 4, they went out and they were scattered abroad, going everywhere, preaching the word, to which Paul said in Colossians 1 and verse 23, that the whole world had moved or had heard the gospel and not to be moved away from that true blessing. We are to speak in evangelism. So the church is the called out, the assembled, called out to serve, to support, and to speak. 
Would you love to know more about that church, dear friends? You know, that church very well may be existing in your community. And if you contact us here at the International Gospel Hour, we will be glad to help you to find that church we read of in the New Testament. Let's continue this study together, shall we? We'll be back again at another time. And I'm so grateful you've joined me today on the International Gospel Hour for this study. I'm Jeff Archie, dear friends, and until next time, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh.